Welcome to Baby Haven's Life Journey Podcast. I'm Amanda Smith, Haven's mom. And if you've reached this podcast, then you've either been a Baby Haven Life Journey member for a very long time, which we call Team Haven Angel, or you're a complete stranger and you've just wandered to this podcast or um, you've been referred here somehow, and I just wanted to say welcome. Um, I started this journey back in 2018 when I became pregnant with Haven, um, a little, little baby at the time, and my pregnancy actually started to have some troubles. And I started to have what was called a in uterine growth restriction issue, IUGR, baby. And that is a technical term, basically just means um, my baby wasn't growing in his womb. And um, as a new mom, I didn't know why. They don't know why babies are IUGR. Um, my placenta didn't form properly. And um, all I knew is if I didn't get Haven to a viable age, I would lose him. So at 16 weeks, we did the anatomy scan. And Haven was too small. So every week past then, we did a scan. And every week, Haven was barely growing. He was still growing, but he was barely growing. And every week I would pray, and every week he would barely grow. And as a mom, you can only imagine, I tried to do everything right and I blamed myself and um, as moms do we do a lot of self-blaming and at 22 weeks which is considered viable age um, multiple times along the way I was offered to um, abort my baby and um, I chose not to I really wanted to keep my baby and um, at 22 weeks, my doctor told me there was a really good chance that my baby was going to be stillborn. And the likelihood of him being born was less than 10%. And um, my um, family at the time was living in Mississippi and I was in California. So it was pretty much alone out here in California. I was working at the Veteran Administration um, I'm a veteran. I deployed to Afghanistan in 2010, um, served in the Iraq War, um, and I had quite a bit of PTSD, Come came back, and I was serving um, as a veteran administration, helping other vets come back um, home, helping them with their own PTSD by talking about mine. And so when I when I got pregnant with Haven, um, they put me um, 
pretty much on bed rest and I wasn't able to do as much and I was really, really alone. <clears throat> and so I would just go to these doctor appointments and go back to my bed and worry. And I remember at the time I would just start writing and I started this little Facebook page for Haven and um, that's how um, Haven's page kind of began was I started writing about him in my womb and I started writing about how I was hopeful that he would make it and at 24 weeks I could barely feel Haven's heartbeat because he was so small. Um, I could barely feel him kind of moving in me, right? Like not his heartbeat, but his kind of movement in me. And really the only time he would move around is when I would eat McDonald's French fries. He cra I craved McDonald's French fries most of my pregnancy. Um, either that or a ranch dressing on salad. And... Um, <laughs> Um, but at 24 weeks, he pretty much stopped moving and they did the scan and he had completely stopped growing and I was in reverse flow on my umbilical cord and, um, he was basically not getting the nutrition he needed and my doctor at the time told me that, it was Christmas time, and she told me that she could admit me into labor and delivery, but if I had Haven, he wasn't big enough and he wouldn't survive. And um, if he could make it one more week to 25 weeks, um, then she would admit me and we could see if maybe he possibly could try to keep him inside me longer. Um, it was a complete nightmare. I thought when she said early, I thought maybe she meant 30 weeks, not 24 or 25 weeks. I was literally at six months um, of my pregnancy. I was barely showing and I was robbed of the whole third trimester of my pregnancy, right? And all of the images of getting to see your belly pushed by the feet and the hands and all of that um, kind of things came crashing down around me. And it was Christmas and my mom flew across country and sat in bed with me and all we did was pray that my baby would make it that my baby would make it for the next year and uh, I would just write and write and write and pray and hope and that next week at 25 days my baby to stop moving and they told me if he stopped moving that I should go to the hospital because he probably would just die inside of me and I would have to have him removed. 
but I refused to believe that. So I waited an extra day until the scan. And I went into the hospital and they scanned my belly and I was in complete reverse flow, but my baby still had a heartbeat. And they admitted me at 25 days into labor and delivery at Lucille Packard's Children's Hospital at Stanford. And for six more days, I had steroid shots to try to make his lungs stronger and two doses of magnesium to try to protect him from brain bleeds. And for six more days, every day we prayed and every day we tried to buy him a little more time on this baby monitor meant for regular term babies. We danced around on my belly trying to keep him on the monitor, this little racehorsing gallop of a heartbeat. We tried to keep him, keep beating little band, keep beating until finally my little, my little death trap just didn't have enough fluid in it anymore. And on the sixth day at 25, 25 weeks and six days, on the New Year's Day of January 1st, 2019, my New Year's baby was born by C-section. And they did the old-fashioned C-section that they used to do in England, where they cut you across and then they cut you open all the way up to help protect the fetus because he was so tiny, they didn't want to cut him open inside. And he came out completely whole, in utero, what they call in cow, encapsulated in his own little world, in his full placenta, and was broken open, breathing air, crying like a little kitten. I didn't get to hear him cry, but my mom said he was mewing, crying like a little kitten. My baby survived.